Hey guys, Brutal Bob Evans here for the WrestleLife.com podcast, and today we debunk three of the most common myths about independent wrestling. Next. Welcome to the WrestleLife.com podcast, and here's your host, Brutal Bob Evans. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the WrestleLife.com podcast, helping independent wrestlers grow their wrestling business to help the wrestling business. I am here today to debunk three of the most common myths in independent wrestling. You see, independent wrestling, as you guys know, because most of the people I deal with are in indie wrestling, and I spell indie wrestling I-N-D-I-E. We're going to have to have a whole poll one of these days. You prefer indie wrestling spelled I-N-D-I-E or I-N-D-Y, but I like I-N-D-I-E because it's more like indie rock, and I think we take a lot of our touring methods and our merchandise methods from indie rock bands and garage rock bands, and that's... A lot of what we're going to talk about today is the fact that uh, there are a lot of people that knock independent wrestling, and I'm here to squash those, throw those away, turn your minds around, and get you thinking in a more positive direction. And even if there's an element of truth into what they say, that doesn't mean that we can't deal with it, look at it, examine it, switch it around, and make it in our favor, okay? So... Number one, and I like to start with this one just because it's one of my favorites that I love battling with people on the internet about. Everyone is out for themselves. The business is filled with bitter has-beens or untrained fools disgracing the scene. These disrespectful young folks just don't want to learn. Well, I've been out there a lot, especially the last five or six years. I've been wrestling and traveling for over 30, but I've really dug in and traveled like crazy the last maybe seven or eight, and I can tell you that the number of disrespectful young folks, quote-unquote, or even disrespectful medium-aged folks or disrespectful old folks has been, I've been able to count on one hand and have fingers left over, so that's really not a factor. I think you need to direct your energies in more productive ways, things that are going to help you and help others. I walk in and I put myself in service of others, and I, it's one of the things I teach people Kevin Kelly taught me this a long time ago was the servant heart and serving the greater good. And I think that wrestling gets a lot better when we think about walking in and saying, how can I serve you? How can I help you? And this is one of the things that I teach at thewrestlelife.com is serve the community, help each other in the community, help each other on the community boards that we have, hold people accountable, post what you're doing, post your action plan and Everybody should be trying to help each other. And a lot of my students have gotten great success by walking into a promoter and saying, what can I do to take stress off your hands right now? First of all, when the promoter picks himself or herself up off the floor, they'll say, wow, that's crazy. I've never had a wrestler ask me that before. Also, you can just walk in and you can help with the ring. You can ring the bell. You can take jackets. You can show people to their seat. You can sell popcorn. Whatever it takes to get your foot in the door, get the introduction, and make a positive impression. Now, again, if you feel like you're being taken advantage of, and they're just using you for free labor, that's not the point. The point is to serve promotions until they deem you good enough or valuable enough to give you a job, and then they pay you, and then you leverage that into your merch sales and all that good stuff that we talk about on uh, in other podcasts and on the wrestlelife.com. But you can't do that if you don't have a 
mindset of service. And I see much more of this around the wrestling business now. And I'd like to think that myself and many others, uh, good-hearted people, have told people this is the way to go. If you want to really explode your wrestling business and the wrestling business, the best way to do that is to put yourself in service of others. So I haven't really seen a lot of the everything and everyone, they're out for themselves and all this. I, I just haven't seen it. There are some bitter has-beens out there. And I would say that if you see somebody who's bitter or says the business sucks or there's nobody good and nobody good on TV these days or whatever the cliche stuff is, take their opinion with a grain of salt and then move on and you can still be friends with them. Just talk about other things. Try to keep an open mind. Try to hang out with people who are looking to serve the business. And I think you'll find a lot more of those than the other kind that I just spoke of. Number two, you can't do wrestling indie wrestling, national wrestling, touring wrestling, and have an outside life. You must commit 100% at all times to this and never get a good job or have fulfilling relationships. Well, I'm driving right now to the most lucrative job I've ever had. I opened up a independent courier business that I uh, do almost every day, and I make great money. I, I do very well, and I make my own schedule, and in fact, the fact that I make my own schedule and I'm independent actually makes me work more and makes me work harder because the more money, the harder I work, the more money I make. And I know plenty of people that are doing their IT jobs, their phone company jobs, their retail jobs. Retail is difficult. I did retail for years and it is difficult. And they're making it work. Will you have to plan? Yes. Will you have to strategize? Yes. We teach you a lot of these strategies at therestoflife.com. Will you have to plan your life out more? Yes. As far as having an outside life, I know plenty of people that are successfully married. I can give you this small piece of advice, and we've talked about this a lot. This is one of the classes at therestoflife.com and the Hangs with Bob Blueprint where I literally put my notes down and I talk to you heart to heart. I've been married... Uh, 16 years and the biggest thing that I didn't do for a long time was communication you have to communicate with your spouse you have to communicate with family members that are important to you you have to communicate with friends you have to tell people this is what I'm doing this is the direction I'm going but here's my plan you have to have a think of Steve Martin where, where he writes the PL uh, you have to have a PLAN you have to have a plan you can't just say, I want to do this, this is all I want to do, I've wanted to do this my whole life, because you sound like a foolish dreamer who doesn't have a plan. I watched Rudy recently with my son, and there's a perfect example of that in that movie. When Rudy is talking about he wants to play for Notre Dame, he wants to go to Notre Dame, he lets four or five years go by and gets called out by several people because he keeps talking about it and he doesn't do it. He saves up his money, but he hasn't pulled the trigger yet. It takes, I won't spoil the movie, but it takes uh, a tragic incident and then someone laying out a plan for him and helping him lay out a plan, do this and you'll be able to get into Notre Dame. And then all of a sudden it becomes much more realistic for him and he gets there in two years. Now this is somebody who planned to do this for 15 uh, since he was a boy and then in two years, he was at Notre Dame. And then another two years, he, he was playing for the team. So that's a perfect example of 
having the desire, yes, but he was looked at as a foolish dreamer and just a silly kid who, you know, everybody wants to score the big touchdown. Everybody wants to play for the big team. Everybody wants to do all that. But then when push comes to shove, almost nobody does it. So to help you do that, you have to have a plan. The way you do that is, and even if we can't help you, I'll lay it out for you here. You still have to write out a plan, an outline, a six-month plan, a one-year plan, a three-year plan, just something that gets you moving forward. And you have to eliminate things and possibly sacrifice some things, maybe some TV time, maybe some outside hobbies. Not everything, but I think, you, I think organizing your time is really going to be the biggest thing. So organize your time, and you can really smash that myth in wrestling that you have to commit 100% to it, you have to ignore your family, you have to, uh, you know, get your wife at the point of divorce. You don't have to do that. Number three, and this is the one I saved for last, it is last and definitely not least. In fact, it is the question I get asked more than anything. I think the top two questions are, how do I stand out? to become a national name or an international name, but this really leads to this one. So this is the biggest myth in independent wrestling that we're trying to smash every day. You can't make a dime in indie wrestling, so get used to it. Can't make any money in independent wrestling. You're gonna go broke trying. Don't even try. Just take your 20 bucks and move on. And to me, I think myself and hundreds of others have proven this wrong, and I've helped hundreds of people help prove this wrong. I had someone today, and they have not posted it publicly yet, so I don't really feel comfortable giving their name, but it's a good friend of mine, someone I met probably about five years ago, and he wrote me a note today and said, this month I made enough money in wrestling and profit, profited enough in wrestling to pay my house payment, and I just wanted to thank you for that, and I thought that was a really nice message, and I did tell him, and you guys should be doing this too when you guys run businesses, I said, brag on me publicly. Let's let's get that testimonial out. Let's get some references out. I want you guys to hear these positive stories. It's normal people like you and me. And this guy is married with, with a child and a great dad, a great husband, involves his family, but he's smart about the way he does things and leverages the time he has in wrestling to really serve him. And uh, I'm real proud of him. And I, and, and boy, do I hope it, I hope he, I hope he puts that out publicly because it's a great story and uh, you guys really deserve to be seeing a lot of these success stories because it's awesome. But yes, there's there's tons of money to be made in independent wrestling. Now, will you make $10,000 a week? Probably not. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe somebody out there is going to sit there and lie to you. I haven't heard, I haven't seen him yet, but I know some of these marketing gurus in other businesses will tell you, you can make 10, 15, $20,000 a week and and all this, I'm going to tell you right now that it will be, you'll make some big strides in the beginning, and then it's going to be a slow increase from that point on. I have a three-step plan, and it's the three radical ideas you can to turn yourself around, and the idea is to go from negative to zero, so stop the bleeding, get you from a loss financially to zero, break even, then go from zero to some, zero to a little bit of money, And then from some to more, to a healthy amount of money. And how you do that is you dig in, you improve everything about yourself the best you can. Obviously, physical appearance, 
get your wrestling better, wrestle better for your crowd, have better gear. But with all that, you have to have merchandise that matches you. You have to have a gimmick that people understand. You have to have a gimmick that appeals to the mainstream, in my opinion. And then at this point, all it is is social media, get some great merch that anybody would wear. The cool kids would wear, college kids, high school kids, junior high kids. You don't want something that necessarily you like. I'm almost 49, so me liking something is going to be a lot different than what a 20-year-old would like. And I may think it's cool, but I'm going to have to have the 20-year-old show me what's cool and what's not. So I asked my kids, my kids are almost teenagers. Well, one is a teenager and one's almost a teenager. And I asked my son and daughter all the time, what do you think of this design? Does this make sense? Is that cool? Does that appeal to you? And then you have to commit to marketing yourself and getting yourself out there and touring. The money is in the touring and the money is not in the payday. I am a big fan of PG and keeping it relatively clean. If you want super edgy stuff, you're just cutting kids out of your market, and that's a big piece of your market. So you have to have something that's family-friendly. You can't have F this, F that on all your shirts because, yeah, maybe a, maybe a kid or two will buy that to rebel against their parents, but you don't want something that's so rebellious that nobody buys it. But again, there's plenty of money to be made. Strategize. Write a plan down. We have tons of classes and plans that teach you this on the wrestlelife.com we have a 14-day free trial on our site guys those are three of the biggest myths in wrestling that i hope i've debunked those for you you have to look at everything as an opportunity if people tell you there's no money to be made in wrestling and you've seen people make money in wrestling then you know it's possible if people tell you that everybody is out to get you and everybody's disrespectful but you've been treated very nicely and great by everybody well then that's your experience and that's my experience too you can't do wrestling and have an outside life and then you see plenty of wives and husbands and supportive spouses boyfriends girlfriends moms and dads people making it work people bringing home money to their family people doing wrestling enough to enjoy it and still having a great outside life and having great jobs and balancing everything well if you see people do that enough times then that should be the proof don't just listen to people who are sad or angry and I'm going to tell you, you're going to fail at this a few times before you get it right. That's why I offer you the WrestleLife.com, the Hangs with Bob Blueprint, because that helps take a lot of the mistakes out of it because I've made a lot of the mistakes and it's right there. I run all these, got a bunch of classes for you in there, tons of stuff. I mean, 20, 30 classes in there right now. I'm being general because I add new stuff all the time. We just added a great promoter class in there. We're adding podcasts every week. Tons of value in there. And right now we're offering a 14-day free trial. Check it out. Go in there. Use it as much as you want. No extra charge. And then when the time is right, it's going to be $49 a month. But guess what? Isn't it worth $49 a month if we can help make you four, five, six hundred extra dollars a month in merchandise sales and increasing your bookings and increasing your value. Wouldn't that be fantastic? So I hope you guys had a great time with this podcast. But remember, the wrestling business is there for us to leverage and enjoy. It is not there to destroy us. It is not there to have us ignore everybody. It's there to add to us. Wrestling gave us so much. We want to give back our love to wrestling, express our love to wrestling for the rest of the world, 
and we can only do that if we do this right. I am gonna let you go now. You hung with Bob, you got better, and I'm gonna go live that rest of life. And I love you guys, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Wrestle Life Podcast. For a free 14-day trial of the Wrestle Life community, go to the WrestleLife.com and click one of the blue banners. My name is Zoe.